0: it's the face of community and business podcast, introducing you to the stories behind the faces focused on fixing today's problems with thoughtful leadership and purposeful living sit down with us as we get to know the individuals who make our community second to none
1: how you guys doing i'm tony Arcee. welcome to the face of community and business podcast today i'm joined by abby torres vp of mortgage lending and my friend Hello, thanks for being here.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: What a pleasure it's been getting to know you and you know I've most recently been at a party that you invited me to so yeah nothing but fun fun times.
0: Oh good I hope you had a good time. No
1: of course of course. It's beautiful
0: it was like the perfect weather.
1: I mean summers in Chicago are the best.
0: Oh you know what they are and it's like everybody when they'll say oh why should I go to Chicago come in the summer because it's the best.
1: Which is why I don't understand why people take vacations from Chicago in the summer. It's like Stay right? here in the summer and then, you know, go snowbird. Go somewhere yeah. where it's warm in the wintertime.
0: Yes, I agree. Well, that's that's the plan. Hopefully, yeah. yeah, in the future we'll get to do that. We want to be able to go like to Florida or somewhere. It's, you know, during the winter, go out there in the, in the summer. And hey, if you need it alone, like,
1: right, now we know where to go.
0: Yeah, right. There you
1: go. (laughs) (laughs) But for you, it's kind of the opposite, right? Like uh, most people come to Chicago because they come from like somewhere where it's already cold or whatever. Very rarely do you leave warm weather to come here. And that's exactly kind of what your family did. And originally from L.A., but but born or I'm sorry, raised in Kansas City. City.
0: Correct. So Midwest
1: girl through and through.
0: Yep. Yes. Uh, So it's I mean, my parents, they eventually will move here to chicago with oh no me. way yeah i mean you know they're going to get to a point where you know one of us or one of the you know their kids is going to have to take care of them um true, so it's going to be me yeah um but uh yeah it's like going from the cold to coming here still in the cold but at the end of the day you know that's where i want them here with me because i want to awesome. be able to watch them yeah
1: it seems like <clears throat> you have just a very close-knit family as it is especially oh yeah so, yeah. but, but speaking of which, you have a couple of of boys, right? So, couple two kids.
0: boys. So, wow. yeah, Julian and Anthony. Julian is he just turned eight. Um, Anthony's going to turn five this Friday. Yeah, oh, so wow. September second is his birthday. So, I could, just can't believe they're just growing up so fast. It's so crazy, you know. Sometimes they'll say certain things, and I'm just like, oh. And I'll look at pictures, you know, in your phone. You always, you know, save all your pictures. Mm-hmm. The other day, I was just kind of scrolling through and I saw some baby pictures. I'm like, oh my God. You know, you kind of forget that little phase, but then you're like, oh my God, I, they're just growing up so fast.
1: Did you ever imagine like, <clears throat> when you moved here? Because you moved from um, Kansas City right after high school, right? To, yes. to attend college here? Yep. Yep. Did you ever think that this would be the permanent home? You get, you know, find, find love, get married, and then... <sighs> Yeah, a couple kids.
0: you know, I, I've always loved coming to Chicago during the summer. So I knew that eventually that was going to happen, no you know, way. that I was going to come here and I was just not going to go back. <laughs> and that sure did happen, you know. So um, and I think it was just uh, that at first it was really difficult because my dad was like, well, you want to move to Chicago, you're going to learn what responsibilities are. You're going to have to you know, get your car, pay rent, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'll figure it out, you know, because I knew that I wanted to be here. So um, eventually I did. You know, it was difficult, but it was not, you know, there was times when I still reached out to my parents and they helped out. But that was my goal is not to reach out to them. And, you know, I had to figure it out on my own. So, yeah. So coming here was just like a huge, you know, thing for me personally, just to find myself and figure out what I wanted to do and You know, and it's funny how you get to know more of yourself through other people, you know, and that was something that I really embraced at that time. Yeah.
1: Now, as far as being social and making friends and doing those things, what was the hardest part about being on your own? I mean, And and I think when you're younger, you you kind of have that where being social is still part of your everyday life, right? Whether it be going to school and just kind of meeting people, but... Moving cities, what did, I guess, what takeaways do you take from from that? Yeah, from that experience in life.
0: Um, you know, uh, well, I had we have a lot of family here in Chicago, so when I came up here, you know, that was another thing that my parents were like, okay, well, who are you going to be with? Where are you going to be living? And you know, because that's also, you know, something that I had to learn how to live in their lifestyle, you know, and respect their, you know, home. Um, yeah, try to live my own home or life. I'm sorry, right, right, here.
1: independently, right. Right.
0: So, um, and you know, when you're young and you're going out, you know, no me voy a llegar a las <laughs> 10 You know, so you got to be home at ten o'clock or past ten. You can't go. You know, you got to be home. And so it was like trying to also respect that. You know, with my the people that I was living with, the family that I was living with. Um, so. Yeah, it was just really hard because, you know, I missed my parents at that time. But at the same time, it was just, you know, it was something that I wanted to do to learn about myself because um, that's not something that my parents had, you know, and they didn't even know any English, you know, living here. So when I learned English, it was going to school. Um, So having to do this on my own. And really come to a city and not have, you know, anyone here other than, you know, just cousins and aunts and what have you. Um, it was it was, a, you know, it was a challenge for me. But but I loved it because then I got to meet so many people and so many friends that, you know, end up being your family
1: absolutely
0: you know and it's like even through work you know i have a really good friend of mine who i've been friends with him for god already now 21 years wow so he's like you know i come like my best friend because there's like four guys and uh, the brothers and so they treat me like the sister you know that they wow. never had um so it's funny how you know with him when i met him too it was just like he was such a good person just the same morals that i have with my family so you know Meeting people, going out, he was also like, no, you got, you know, it was like a brother that I had here. You know, even though I do have a brother that lives in Florida, <laughs> but it was like a brother that I had here. Um, my guardian angel. Yeah, my guardian angel. I will say That's that. That's awesome. So, yeah. So meeting people through here, you know, just is it, something that also was like important for me. And and kind of
1: those cultural differences. I mean, I you know I can really both, both parents are Mexican, right?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and and as you've been saying, you know them not not speaking English or, or at the time at least that um, it, there is kind of the difference in culture that you're immersed yeah. in this this whole other world, right? How has that been for you? One professionally that that you have this experience that you can relate to the immigrant story, but then, um, cause your husband's like a you know, Caucasian He's, American, yeah. right? You know, <laughs> like uh, yeah. I will get to that too, <laughs> which I think is a cool story, but yeah. you know, so, so now it's a very different world, right? Mm-hmm. That, that you're living and that your kids see versus what you saw growing up and the way that you can relate to your kids. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's something that's still so important to me, even though I was not, you know, born in Mexico, but to me, you know, when they asked, Oh, you know, uh, where are you from? And I always say that. Yeah. you know, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I feel like I I was because yeah. I come from parents who, you know, came here and struggled and tried to live the American dream. and you know, I didn't understand any of that, you know, growing up, but all I did understand is that, I didn't want my parents to suffer, or people, you know, try to take advantage of them because they didn't understand the language. So it was very important for me to learn uh, English. Or and that was you know, in
1: to you very like young, that you saw that the need. Oh to, yeah.
0: Like. Oh yeah, it was them like, or? God, I was like. God, I, I, I wouldn't remember that. This probably why I went into this business of you know doing the mortgaging too. But it was I remember my dad just saying. I got to go to the bank, you know, every Saturday was like going to the bank, you know, and I got to do this. And so he would always take me with him and ask them about, you know, this loan or ask him about this and that. And I'm like, and I was only like 10 or 11. (laughs) So it was just, I didn't understand a lot of the stuff, you know, but I was just, I just wanted to make sure that my parents weren't taken advantage of, um, but, you know, uh, so it was a lot of a learning experience for me very quickly and mature, you know, had to mature very quickly. So I think me having that, you know, uh, initiative of moving here to Chicago was OK with my parents because they saw that I was just very, like, responsible and just wanted to do my, my own thing. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it you know, it was just um, having my parents Well, when I was living in Kansas City and having my parents going through what they went through, it was something that I always said, I'm not, you know, I'm gonna find a way to make sure that I do live that American dream, you know? And now I tell my kids that all the time, you know? I'm like, I try to, right now they're just, you know, they don't know much, right? Because they're still little, but I try to teach them about them, you know? I always say, well, who do you love more? You know, I ask them, and they're like, I love mommy more. I love that. And I'm like, no, 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 we can't. I'm And they're like, why? And I'm like, well, you got to love yourself first, you know, because if you don't love you, then you don't respect yourself and nobody else will respect you. Wow. So I always try to teach them that. So every time we're praying, because we like to pray at night, sometimes I'm like, okay, he'll say my the little one will say i love myself first <laughs> and then i love you <laughs> so it's so cute to hear that um, because you know but then it makes me feel good because i want them to know that you know I, you know in, in this world today you know you have to be you have to have respect for your, for yourself you have to be strong enough to show the, you know that you're not just this person who can be taken advantage of. for sure. And there's, there's just so much going on right now that I feel that kids need that,
1: you know. And how do you balance that with what you hear with, you know, spoiling you know, kids that you can do too much for them, right? And I'm right. sure that you probably saw that growing up and, yeah. you know, uh, maybe in different cultures or even within the culture, but that uh, when, when a kid is spoiled, that it's given too much or doesn't appreciate it, that it yeah. turns into not such a good thing, right? Right. How do you balance that where on one and you've grown up feeling the need to protect and, and be there for your parents in such a way that because of, you know, the immigrant struggle, right, right. which is valid. Um, but then on the other end, your kids have to also experience some of what you probably did on some level of responsibility, maybe not to that extent. Yes. How do you balance the two? Um,
0: um, you know, I don't know that, I I guess I don't even know at what point that I'm balancing it, you know, because it's so natural to me and sure. it's so like um, that I don't think my par- my kids see that, um, but I do say, well, whenever my parents come over, you know, they don't, they my dad knows enough to get by with English. My mom's still like a little broken, you know, so sometimes they'll still don't speak very well English, um, but the kids, you know, they think that they're talking Spanish <laughs> and English because they'll say, you know, you have to come over here, you know, and I, and I was like, okay, that's not Spanish. Spanish, that's still English. <laughs> so, it's so funny. Yeah. just turn an accent on? Oh, yeah, that's, they think that that's by changing the accent, yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, you know? <laughs> you can understand me now. <laughs> yeah, and, and my mom's like, uh, no. <laughs> it's still, ¿Qué, mijo? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> that so, is so
1: funny. Yeah, it is
0: so funny. But, you know, but I like that they know at that point that, you know, okay, now I'm talking a different language. Yep, I got to yep. make sure I, I my, my parents understand. So... Yeah, so I know that they know that, you know, without me having to tell them, and I like that. Um, but you know, I I, I want to take them. I one day, you know, my whole family, my husband, including, um, I want them to go to like the real Mexico. Yeah, you know, I want them to see what it, it really is to see someone, you know, not having what we have. Yep. You know, and really embracing that and and showing that you know what you have it good and some don't, and you know what we do? We pray for them or we give them back or we do whatever we can to show that, you know, that that person, someone does care for him. Someone does not, even though they don't know who we are, but, you know, they are, they are special. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And then I'm sure that translates over into work too, because that's the spirit I get from you is that you like you want to take care of people. I do. You really do do that through your work and you're able to. um, Talk to me a little bit about your your husband how you guys met, but also the (laughs) evolution of of now working together, right? Or or in the industry and helping each other out. But yeah. It's
0: fun. Yeah. Um, So I met him through online, um, something I thought I would never do. But uh, a lot of my friends, you know, when it became of a trend, you know, oh, yeah, you know, I met him online. Now it's so like out there, right? But um, I met girlfriends of mine that were like, oh, you know, I met him online. And then next thing you know, they're getting married. I'm like, Okay, this thing really works. (laughs) So I'm like, let me try this out. So, um, but he was my second date, which was nice um, because I didn't, you know. Yeah,
1: high success rate. Oh, yeah. Thank God because Uh, I'm
0: like, you know, you never know when you get out there, right? And, um, but you don't know. You know, I just didn't want, I didn't want to meet him at a bar. I didn't want to meet him out in a club. And, And honestly, I didn't want somebody else to introduce me to them because what if it didn't work out? Then now you have that awkward, Friendship. Man, you really
1: had this figured out. Oh, yeah. I uh, was like, uh, You knew where you wanted to be. Yeah. You know, where you wanted to get married, end up. Yes.
0: This is is awesome. I'm, because I was done. I was ready, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think, you know, people ask, like, How do you know? Or when do you know you're done? You know, like you just know inside, you just know, you know? So um, that was me. So I was, when I met him, the second, uh, our second date, um, I knew. And, uh, and he did too. So it was, uh, it was like a weird connection. And at that point we were asking other questions. And I remember he asked me too, which he would probably laugh about what my credit score was. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute, I'm in the mortgage business here. I should be asking you this question. And he said, yeah. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I was kind of That's throwing hilarious. off. Yeah. But you know, these were the questions that we were asking when we were dating, you know, because it was important. And I guess, you know, he was done and I was done. So it was like important to him. So yeah, when he asked me, I'm like, okay. But it was kind of funny because I'm like, okay, I see where he, he was going with this. And I'm like, it's excellent. It's excellent. It's excellent. <laughs> I'm like, Great. Yeah. My credit score is excellent. So, um, so it was but destined yeah. to
1: be a mortgage type relationship. Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> and I'm like, and then he did start asking me questions about that, which was funny, but um, yeah. So that's how we met, and it was just something that a connection that you know I I've never felt before.
1: Well, since you've had such a <clears throat> you know a successful go at online dating and it's been going great so far. Yeah. What advice would you give to people that are out there that are in similar situations <laughs> that like you know you hear all the the
0: horror stories, but here's a good one. Yeah. You know when you know, so <laughs> that's when you know. But, um, you know, I just think like, you know, it, it takes uh, to, like I said, going back a little of what I said to my kids, you know, loving yourself, you know, being you and finding yourself. And I think that sometimes you may think that you um, have learned so much about yourself, but I feel like you learn more about yourself in every relationship, in every friendship and your family you know even your family like who's really your family and even if you haven't talked to them in years you know and you talk to them and it's like connection again it's like you learn that that's a good person that's your family that's who you will trust and that's you have to have that in yourself I feel um to be able to deliver to someone else because that will come off strong and so I feel that I was there and he was there too Um, I knew what I didn't want in a relationship, and I knew that what I wouldn't tolerate. um, And the same for him. You know, I think he had went through so much himself. So it was a great connection, especially because also he's a fireman and he comes, you know, he's a good hearted, you know, he obviously gives his life to others. So I knew that he had a lot of good in him, you know. So that was something that was very important to me, because I think sometimes, you know, you know, well, I want to say in my past, I feel like I was dating the unavailable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like it was just the same thing, circle, the same, you know, process again and over again. And it was just like, okay, I can't blame that person. I got to blame myself yeah. for accepting that and keep doing the same thing. So I was like, I'm done. You know,
1: and you have—I mean—there's a positive mindset about things, and you you know the way you talk about raising your kids, and you know the way you approach relationships. Was it always like that for you? I mean, has it always just been that easy, or did you put the work in?
0: No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that you learn more about yourself and your mistakes, and something that you're like, oh my God, you know, I'm not proud to talk about this, and sure, but when you do talk about it, and you have no shame to it, I think that's an, uh, an overcoming you know stage at that point in time you're like whoa you know that i'm glad i i went through that you know and i don't regret it
1: yeah and and for a lot of people i think they're they're afraid to look at themselves in such a way right
0: yeah all and, of us are you know we've all been through there
1: and what advice would you give to to get that courage to to look at yourself in the mirror and really acknowledge those things that you're saying you know to have no shame but also to go into that to figure that out. Like, what does that look like? And what advice would you give to people that are like, I want what she has? You know, I want to drink that Kool Aid. Yeah.
0: Tequila. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> After tequila, you worry about nothing. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but, I, you know, honestly, I I don't, I mean, I'm not a psychologist or I'm not any you know, of that, but, you know, it's just, I feel like it's just, um, it's so hard. The society that we live in, sometimes there may be people that you think that, are good for you, but they're not. They're just kind of pulling you in, and you start feeding off of that, you know, vibe. And um you got to tell yourself, you know, is this, you know, is this good for me? Is that person good for me? Is the family, you know, and, it, and maybe they are not. But if you're good and you, you know, you know where you stand in life, you don't need to be a part of that, you know. If you choose to once in a while, okay, whatever, you know, just to have fun. But it's you know where you stand. And, and it's so hard because I think a, a lot of that pulls people in different directions. And I've been pulled many times, you know, where I've thought – this was good for me and that person was good for me. And, you know, but um, I've learned from that. So.
1: And it's really anything. I mean, it's, it's any kind of relationship. Anything. Business, friendship, you know, romantic, whatever yes. it is, right?
0: Yes. Business, friendship, anything. Like, I feel like, you know, I've been, I've had people in the, you know, in my career or as far as it goes with work, you know, that I've had like the negative people or just the, you know, it, and it's like, okay, that's my choice if I want to feed off of that. Sure. Um, and then there's the positive people who keep, you know, pushing and driving. And then there's just the people who just have fun and just don't care, you know, and they think that they're doing, you know, it's like, okay, you know, that's who that person is, you know. But, you know, at the end of the day is who you want to be and who you choose to be. Um, You know, and I tell like I tell my kids, too, all the time and I bring them up all the time because it's like so much. I feel like I have to. That's a huge part of your life. You know, I'm like, you know, I have to do what wasn't taught to me and not because I had bad parents. It was just they didn't know any better, you know. Um, So I try to tell my kids, you know, okay, I'm like, your day is determined by your attitude, you know, Whatever attitude you have, because sometimes he'll, one of my, the oldest one will fight me on certain things. And then he gets mad. And I'm like, you know, you choose that attitude and you choose to have that, you know, your day will determine that. So he's like, well, I feel like I'm going to have a positive day today. I'm like, good, you should, (laughs) you know, but then that never happens sometimes. (laughs) And I'm like, so I, you know, I think at the end of the day, that's who you are. I mean, we're all bond to have bad days, you know, and. Stuff happens, you know, there's days when you have insecurities. I've had my many insecurities, you know, and I still do, you know, but that's something that I have to learn to overcome. And in in your partner, your friends, your family, whoever it is, you know, I think there's always got to be that one person who's going to call you out on stuff, you know, and I don't and I think we all have that person and where you're like, "Mm, you did not just tell me this, (laughs) but you love that person for telling you the truth. You know, and I think those are, those are your good friends. Those are your good people. Those that your partner, that's, that's who you want to be with.
1: Great advice. Great yeah. advice. <laughs> well, on the other side of this, you know, you're now looking toward the future of hosting and, 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 you know, Yay! being a part of the podcast. Yeah,
0: So excited. So what does
1: that look like for you? What do you hope for in terms of you know, the connections that you make? You know, I would imagine very similar to what you've been talking about, but yeah. yeah right. well, like, what do you hope for out of those uh, types of relationships that um, you bring onto the podcast and have as guests?
0: Yeah. yeah I, you know what? I just love meeting people. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited I met you. I'm excited that you reached out to me. Um not knowing the unknown you know and coming into this and i'm like oh you know it's 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 a great i think opportunity for me to also meet other people and you know i've met already some of the people that you've uh introduced me to which was awesome and the party they were there so and now i'm meeting other people because of that person so it's great i i i like it you know i'm like you only live once so you gotta live to the fullest
1: i love that and i mean everything you know that you you've just brought into the community and that people talk about you is just so much positivity and yeah i'm so excited that you're doing this and that you're a part of it and i can't wait to see what everything holds for us
0: yes i know me too i'm excited too well thank you
1: for coming in and (laughs) thank you more so thank you
0: thank you